Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. You're listening to The Extra Point Show with Sal Capaccio and Sneaky Joe DiBiase on WGR Sports Radio 550. All right, Joe, let's start out with a little trivia for you today. You ready for this? Yes, do it. Love trivia. Okay. Twice in the Brandon Bean era, I have to say it that way because McDermott was hired and then there was a draft and then Bean came along after that. Twice in the Brandon Bean draft era, the Bills have drafted multiple wide receivers in the same draft. Can you name which two drafts and who the players were? That the that who did this? That the Bills did this? Yes, under okay. Brandon Bean. Uh they would have drafted Twice under Brandon Bean, they've drafted multiple wide receivers in the same draft. Which two drafts did they do it and who were the players? Okay. I know one of them. I might have the hard one already in my head, not the easy one. Because <laughs> okay. the hard one that I'm already thinking about, in part because I know he's playing in the Super Bowl coming up, is Ray Ray McLeod. And I think the seventh round guy was Austin Prohl. Very good. That is the harder one, That's I would think, for one. most people. Yes, Austin Prohl, yeah. who, of that draft class, but that was a good draft class. Of that draft class, he is the only player not currently playing in the NFL. How about that? Yeah. You know that? I'll, go, I'll revisit that in a second, but go ahead. The What's the other one? The other one, which is going to be easier, did they pick another receiver the year they got Gabe Davis? They Wait. Ye, did they also, I'm only like... 70% sure on this, but is that the one? Did they also pick Hodgins in the same year they picked Davis? Very good, Joseph. Yes, okay. they did. They good. took Isaiah Hodgins in the sixth round that year from okay. Oregon State. Gabe Davis in the fourth round. So in 2020, fourth round Davis, sixth round Hodgins. In 2018, Bean's first draft, mm -hmm. sixth round McLeod, seventh round Austin Prohl. You go back to, by the way, Isaiah Hodgins. Remember last year? I mean, come on. I mean, it was full on, oh, my God, you screwed up with Hodgins. How could you let this guy go? And look, I'm not telling you that it wasn't like it was tough. It was always for me, a, well, he was wasn't never going to play the role in Buffalo. He would play with the Giants, so he was always going to have a little more numbers with the Giants. But I don't want to go so far as to say that like they lost some elite player. He did not have nearly the same year this year as he did when he went to New York for those eight games last year. Did you look at? You ever seen his stats this year? You ever? You, I mean, you're a fantasy guy. Yeah. Isaiah Hodgins did pretty much nothing this year. Isaiah Hodgins was. Yeah, no. he played all 17 games. He was targeted 33 times. He had 20, 21 catches. Yeah, there wasn't much. I know he was drafted usually in like the mid to late rounds. Like there was, 
some expectation. Not a ton because the Giants were like they had like eight receivers that you all could you could have seen all making an impact and like you just didn't know which one. And Hodgins usually was like one of the top guys of that group. But by the time I don't know, we were two, three games into the season, like he was already on waiver wires, and I don't ever think I don't think I thought about picking him up all year. So yeah, I mean, 230 yards at the end of the day. I, I'm not even saying he's a bad player, just, you know. The, the, jumping to, oh, this guy's, they let go a starting caliber wide right. receiver, that was probably a little presumptuous. Yeah, I think so. And if I'm right, unless there was something different about when he went to the Giants, what's interesting is Isaiah Hodgins becomes a free agent. That's right, right? Isaiah Hodgins right. will be a free agent this year, I think. Oh, you know what? He'll be an RFA, though. He didn't have enough accrued seasons. That's what it was because mm-hmm. of his year. He didn't play uh, that much, so they'll be able to keep him there, so he won't be on the free agent market. Yeah, do we look at Isaiah Hodgins as a – are we looking back now and thinking, oh, my God, like what a horrible – No. And you could still I, say that about Wyatt Teller, right? Wyatt Teller, yes. you look back and go, mm, should never have traded that dude. Are we thinking the same thing about releasing Isaiah Hodgins given, given the Bills' situation at wide receiver, but also knowing that he really didn't – Rise up to what people thought yeah. he would once he went to the Giants last year. Yeah, I'm, I'm even still no for me. Like if, if Isaiah Hodgins was on this team and was coming off the two stat lines he had with the Giants, but he had done that with the Bills, I would still be as invested in seeing the Bills go for a wide receiver as I would be. Like I just, I wouldn't see him as a solution. I think I'm settling, or I think I'm. You know, really limiting myself if I just go, well, this guy's already in the building and he's done some things, so let me do that. Especially when, you know, there is going to be a specific receiver type that gets talked about this offseason, in part Mm -hmm. because we all know they kind of need it. And two, Sean McDermott put voice to it when talking about explosive plays that... Mm -hmm. Hodgins is just not that. Like, Hodgins is a contested catch guy. You know, in college, he played more in the slot. Giants, he did a little bit of both. He's just, you know, if you want to get explosive plays down the field, Hodgins is not that type of receiver in the first place. Yeah, I I always compared him to David Nelson. Remember David Nelson? Yeah, that's a good one. To me, he was that kind of guy. Tall guy, can win in the slot because of his size. You're never really going to be separating down the field, but he was reliable. He it let's just put Hodgins on this this team right now. Wouldn't we be having the same conversation about him as we do everybody else? I mean, pretty much. Sherfield, yeah, shorter, Hardy, Hardy, even Davis. Like, what do you do with him? Right? I mean, like, okay, I don't know. Yeah, you have Davis ahead of him, but what do you do with him? I think so. By the way, let's go back to what you just said. That's great that you got those um the top those guys. Yeah, twenty eighteen draft. Yep, twenty eighteen draft. That was we know Josh Allen's draft. Do you remember that draft? Can you name like that? That's a good. That's a really good draft. You talk about hitting on players, or at least drafting players that have been good in this league. Twenty eighteen Bills draft is really good, actually, for this. This has got to get a lot of high marks. Like if you take most drafts in the NFL for most teams, and you say, okay, let's go five years later, and just take a look at what they've done in their career, whatever team they're on, this has got to be up there. Can you name that twenty eighteen draft? Um. Everybody but Prol is still playing in the league. They drafted and, and significantly playing. Yeah, I mean they drafted Allen and Edmonds in the first round. Correct. They, so you got Allen and Edmonds. I mean, yeah, those, those are two ones. first round picks. So it, say what you will about Tremaine Edmonds and not making explosive plays. I get it. Maybe he never played to the level Bills fans hoped for and anticipated. 
but you can't say Tremaine Edmonds was a missed first round pick. I'm sorry. Like, that's not how it works. The guy has now in his second contract and was the highest paid player in free agency at his position, which means that that was a good draft pick after five years in Buffalo. Right. So then the second round, they would have, they even had a second round pick. They did, did they, not have a second round they pick. They would have used it. They had a third round pick. Okay. The third round pick would have been. He also, uh, this guy has left since. No, he has left. You know, that was the following year. This guy has left for free agency. He's been on another team for a couple years at a position where the Bills are a little depleted now going into this offseason. And he was a third round pick? Yes. He was totally made to play for Sean McDermott. Everybody knew it going into the draft. Oh, Harrison Phillips. Harrison Phillips. Harrison Phillips. He's a a wrestler. Yeah. yeah, he's carved out a nice career for himself. He's out in Minnesota. How about fourth round? Just named all pro. Taron Johnson. Yep. Taron Johnson. Mm-hmm. Fifth round. One of the better special teamers in the league who's been around for several years and still on the Bills. Okay, so is this Saran Neal? Yes. The reason I actually would have thought of him, even before you said the special teams part, is because I know he was a part of the Patrick Mahomes trade. And I've oh, always, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always thought I remembered that being the next year, so... But he was a part of the Mahomes trade. And then you get to another fifth-round pick and the one that got away, the one they shouldn't have traded. We Wyatt, just talked about Wyatt Teller. Yep. And then sixth round is your guy in the Super Bowl this week. Ray Ray. Ray Ray. Ray yeah. Ray McLeod, who, by the way, it definitely wasn't going well in Buffalo. Never worked mm. out. They had Isaiah McKenzie, who kind of became his replacement. I'm happy for Ray Ray that he's gotten a chance to you know, be a significant contributor to the San Francisco 49ers. I don't think that even if you put Ray Ray McLeod on this team right now, though, Joe, what does that look like? I mean, if Ray Ray McLeod's a free agent yeah. this year, are we clamoring, oh, go get him? I don't think so. That's not someone that you might say he could have some explosive plays. But... Yeah, he would, to me, be Deontay Hardy. Like, Correct. I, you know, That's maybe right. Hardy right. in his skill set might be more capable of like downfield routes, at least in terms of what he did in New Orleans, but the Bills didn't really use him that way. Um and who's to say he's that good at it in the first place? You know, because it was a very limited, you know, sample that he did that with New Orleans. McLeod, I mean, I always thought of McLeod as kind of like an Isaiah McKenzie type. But even maybe more reliable in the return game. But in terms of the way you'd ever use him on offense, like, that's what we're talking about. And he's never been utilized that much anyway. Like, I think he'd be hardy. He'd be your return guy. He'd be your gadget guy on offense. Um, and they've had McKenzie, they've had Hardy. Like, I think those guys are a little bit easier to replace than, of course, you know, your, your Wyatt Teller types. 2018 draft is good, man. Allen Edmonds, Phillips, J- Taron Johnson, Saran Neal, Wyatt Teller, Ray Ray McLeod, Austin Pearl out of the league. Yeah. I, that's a good draft, Joe. Yeah. And getting three, well, three guys that are considered some of the best at their position. I know Teller's not doing it with the Bills, but... He's right. been a pro bowler, and I know he's been nominated for All-Pro. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's at All-Pro votes, but he's never actually been named All-Pro. Um, same thing with Allen. Like, Allen, I don't think, has made an All-Pro team, but he's had All-Pro votes. And then Johnson has made the All-Pro. So, like, you got three guys that are all at the top of their position, in addition to all the guys that are just, you know, at least existing in the league. I mean, you could go through other drafts and say that they weren't as good. Obviously, we could do that. But I think that's a really nice draft for the Bills to take a look back. Brandon Bean's first draft... Uh, with the Buffalo Bills as GM. But that draft, they did take two wide receivers, Ray-Ray McLeod, Austin Prohl. One's out of the league. One is just a return man, going to be in the Super Bowl this week. And then a couple years later, we just talked about it, they took um, Gabe Davis and later on Isaiah Hodgins in the draft. All right, it's all getting to anybody who you know thinks that maybe they would 
think about a wide, couple wide receivers this year. It, it, it has happened under this regime. It, I don't think it's off the table. I think that that could very well be you know, something they look at. And this is a deep wide receiver class. We know that. Really, that's been the theme for the last several years. I think the way that offenses are, not only in college, but high school, and grooming these guys to get to college and be these big-time players, spread offenses. There's just so many more receivers on the field. I think we're just in an era, Joe, where... Every year now, I think we're going to be talking about a deep and good wide receiver class. It just lines up with how offenses, you know, function at all the lower levels now. Yeah, all the lower levels and all the gr- all the good athletes are playing receiver. Yes, right. Like they yeah, used to play right? running back, um, and th- th- not entirely, but like I do think that's happening a little bit. Where I've heard actually even, um, oh, who was it? Was it Adrian Peterson? What I think maybe it was Peterson. If it wasn't him, it was one of like the star running backs of like recent times who said on a podcast that. His kid wanted to play running back just like him, and he's like, no, no, you're playing receiver. Like, th- this is, yeah. you're not going to get your head beat in as much. You're not going to have to take as much of a pounding. And if you actually are really good at this, the money on the other end is going to be quadruple what it is if you're a great wide receiver than if you're a great running back. So I, that's part of it, too. Um, but you're right. Like, I'm sure there'll be a down year at some point. Like, this is kind of a crazy little run here of back-to-back-to-back receiver classes that have been this strong. I'm sure there'll be a down year at some point, but Mm -hmm. this year does not sound like it's the year at all for that. This is the year where everyone's like, no, there's like eight first-round caliber receivers, and that's kind of been true the last couple years. The Senior Bowl is happening this week down in Mobile, Alabama. Yep. Chris Trapasso isn't there but he's going to join us. He's been all on top of everything you know, going on down there, and he's really good with all the prospects. He really digs in. And Chris has a very interesting take at wide receiver at the top of the draft where he actually doesn't have, I believe, I, I don't want to put words in Chris's mouth. We'll have him on. I don't believe he has Marvin Harrison Jr., number one. I know that might sound crazy to people. He's not the only one, though. So I'm interested in why that is, what he has to say. Not that he doesn't love Harrison. He does. But we'll get with Chris. Chris joins us at 11.05 a.m. Good morning. It's the Extra Point Show here on WGR. Sal Capaccio, Sneaky Joe DiBiase, Chris Trapasso joins us at the top of the next hour. I found myself, Joe, thinking about this, though, thinking about being a McDermott at the end of the year, explosive plays. I think you guys played on, with you and Jeremy, played the sound of McDermott saying that, that soundbite, and Jeremy said, we're going to hear this soundbite for the next like six months, right? Like, yes. that's what we're going to hear. And I agree with that. I think it's a theme. It's something I've thought a lot about, and real soon here, like next week, basically, I'm going to dig into my state of the bills. I do this every year. I look at position by position. But how can you not right away just aim your eyes at wide receiver and think about what Brandon Bean said, what Sean McDermott said, explosive plays, and... Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker 
coworker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. I think the key two words for Sean McDermott, mm-hmm. player acquisition. Like, yep. Yep. he said right there, we're going to target the players who do this. I... Yeah. This is different to me, Joe, than a coach coming out and going, we need our guys to be more explosive. Hey, we got we to gotta find a way. Now, it's, this isn't on the coordinator. This right. isn't on the players on the roster. They have told us through these words, they are going to go out and look for these players. Player acquisition were the two words Sean McDermott used. Yeah, that is a big reason why I don't take it as just a throwaway line or you know, a coach repeating back part of what, like, a question was. You know, I do think that can happen, right? Like, if a coach gets asked about, like, I, this has happened with the run game, I'm sure, over the years with different coaches, of, like, the run game and, like, if it's struggling, like, of course they're going to say we want the run game to be better. And that's not really all you got. Like, you didn't just get McDermott up there saying, yeah, we want we want more explosive plays. We want the pass game to be better. And then kind of left it at that. He said the thing about player acquisition – which I do think is very notable. And he also, by the way, pretty much said a thing that we've said all the time on the air and we've read all the time in recent years, which is a statistical fact that you're like, I don't think McDermott said the number, but you're like 35 or 40% more likely to score a touchdown on a drive if you get an explosive play. And McDermott basically said that. Again, he didn't say the number, but... He sounded like someone that knows the number. He knows the value of if I get one 25-yard mm-hmm. pass or I get one 20-yard run on this drive, how much more likely I am to score. Like McDermott sounded like he knows that. And that plus what you just mentioned with player acquisition, Like I do not just take that as coach talk. I, I take that as a coach that knows that they needed it, they didn't have it, and that they've got to go out and get it. I agree with you. And what's interesting to me is, so player acquisition can really mean three different avenues, right? You have three different ways to acquire players in the NFL. You could do free agency, you could do through the draft, or you can trade. I don't think I'm missing any, right, Joe? That's the three ways you can get That's a player it, on yeah. your team. Supplemental Free draft. agency. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It does count as a draft pick. Uh, free agency. Draft trade. How does it? How does it happen? I think that's the that's the super cool mystery and intrigue. So I want to talk about that today with you. Eight zero three zero five fifty. Give us a call. We'll get connected with you, our fans. It's brought to you by Northtown Kia, Western New York's number one Kia dealer. Shop online at northtownkia.com. How should the Bills go about 
acquiring these explosive players. Player acquisition. There's three ways. Let's remember, you trade for a guy, you sign a guy, you trade for him, you're getting his contract. You sign him, you're giving him a new contract. They do not have a lot of money on the salary cap. Of course, there's going to be some adjustments, and we'll see what they have. You draft a guy, that's great. Rookie contract sounds like that's the way to do. go. Let's remember, though, Joe, for every Justin Jefferson, there is a Kadarius Tony who was a first-round pick, right? And yep. look what's happening with him. Mm-hmm. There's no guarantee you go that way or that guy is automatically just going to seamlessly fit in. It might take a while. It might never happen. Let's get to Jim in Rochester and get his thoughts. Go ahead, Jim. Good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, yep. You know, after the uh, the draft, or sorry, after the, the Bills lost, um, my approach was, you know, I don't care if they draft, use every draft pick as a wide receiver. Um, quantity, uh, you know, will allow – there's always going to be misses. If you have more draft picks and you get more wide receivers, the odds are greater that you'll get some more weapons for, for Josh. Um, I've kind of eased off of that because I know how unrealistic it is. Um, but I would love for them to use two to three of their first draft picks on wide receivers. Uh, I'm even open with them trading out of the – out of the first round, getting an early second round pick and, you know, getting two wide receivers in the second round and then addressing their other depth points, you know, as they go. But I think that the defense, you know, we built defensive lines that have not lived up to their, uh, to our expectations. We've invested heavily. Um, Our coaching staff is really big on um, teaching and developing these players Let's grab them a lot of cheaper late round players, uh, even you know undrafted free agents. Have them you know plug the holes uh, and, and take the learning learning curves and the bumps that come along with it. Um, yeah, that's it. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate you, uh, Joe. If we take what we think the Bills draft will look like, it should have ten picks. Mm-hmm. We're assuming they're going to get the third-round comp pick. That's going to happen. They did get rid of one third-rounder last year in the Russell Douglas trade. So they should have 10 picks. A first, a second, a third, a fourth, a fifth, two fifths, three sixths, and a seventh. There's no way they're using all 10. So there's going to be movement, right? So how does that happen? And do do they use any of those to get someone else? Or, hey, we got 10 of them. Let's take our shots at some receivers here. Yeah. They, I mean, I would bet they, be every draft, right? They They move up. Um, yeah, so that's true. I, I, it's In the hard. middle rounds, especially. Yeah, so it's hard for me to see them not doing it. I compared to past years, though, like I don't know that they have to. Like there have been past years, especially where the roster's been so loaded, where just you don't take all these guys because they're not all even going to make the team. And we've seen repeated examples of mm-hmm. guys not making the team. Was it? Um, who was the corner for New England that was making plays? Alex Austin? Alex Austin. Who they drafted this year, didn't make the team, mm-hmm. and he's out there starting for the Patriots at the end of the season. Um, not say he's good, it's just that's where New England was at. Right. Mm-hmm. This year, they've got so many free agents, they've got so many older players that are starting to age out, and while we're, you know, we talk about McDermott mentioning explosive plays, Bean made comments about getting younger and cheaper, and maybe yeah. having to rely on younger players more than they have in the past. I mean, that's the nature of Allen's cap hit is about to go up from $17 million to it's at 47 probably somewhere more in the 30s because they'll do restructuring stuff. That's mm-hmm. still more than double. And Diggs goes up and Vaughn goes up, so we, we know the picture. I, 
I think it's possible they could just sit on the picks and take them all and say, mm-hmm. we're going to need more contributions from rookies. We're not going to have the ability to sign, you know, your Jordan Phillipses as much anymore. Maybe your maybe Floyd was a better example there because that was more money. Your Hardys to play on special teams. Um, we're going to need those to be rookie guys now. So I still would think because we right so we know Brandon Bean at this point. He does like to trade up. His, his track record says that he's going to do it at least once or twice in a draft. But I think it's possible they could sit on a lot of those picks because they're going to need cheap labor. We'll take a timeout. We'll take more of your phone calls on this. Carl, stay with us. We'll get to you as soon as we come back from the break. How should the Bills go about acquiring explosive players to match up with Sean McDermott and what he said, player acquisition, and Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott talking about needing more explosive plays? There's three ways to do it. Draft, free agency, trades, you got contracts to consider, and you got to consider not every draft pick is going to just walk in and start and play at a high level on the Buffalo Bills or any other team. So you got to think about all that stuff. We'll take your phone calls and more here along the way. Chris Trapasso at the top of the hour on the Extra Point Show on WGR. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.